0: Hi, I'm Shannon Applecline of Designers and & Dragons, and you're listening to Morris's unofficial table talk RPG talk.
1: This week, Morris and Peter are joined by Adam R Kitch to talk about the role-playing game rental service
2: RPG Kitchen. In this news-filled episode, we've got even more information about the upcoming Dungeons and Dragons releases, a new Critical Role Sourcebook for 5th edition, Arthur R.A. Salvatore comments on the problematic tropes surrounding his character Dritz Stewarden and the Drow, Wizards of the Coast declares D&D video games, comics, and novels to be non-canon, a new unofficial Dragonlance setting book for 5th edition, and a lot, lot more, plus our favorite game in all the world, and a brand new sketch about the greatest heroes and villains
0: on the red carpet, this week on Morse's Unofficial Tabletop RPG Talk. This week's podcast is sponsored by the Heavenly Academy of Marital Arts. Marital Arts? This is a family podcast, even I have standards, and I'm the world's foremost evil wizard. What? Huh? Martial Arts. Oh, oh well, that's different then. The Heavenly Academy of Martial Arts, where you can learn to kick and punch your way out of anything. Mm. Fisticuffs. I don't see what's wrong with a good fireball. <laughs> Ouch. Tabletop news. We aim to amuse
2: and we aim to enthuse and Morris' unofficial tabletop RPG Talk Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. I am Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ, and with me this week is
3: Peter Coffey from the Southampton Guild of Role Russ, as ever, it is a delight to be here.
2: I see you've brought a guest,
3: Peter. I have, all the way from Darkest Cambridgeshire, uh, someone that we have mentioned previously on this podcast. It is the creator of RPG Kitchen, the rent-a-role-playing-game website.
4: It is Adam R.K., Hello, (laughs) hello! Hello. Thanks for having me. So uh,
2: yeah, so so RPG Kitchen is kind of like—is it like Blockbusters?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard you say Blockbusters. I'm like, well, you know, it's got mixed connotations. You know, it was cool 20 years ago. I have fond
2: fond memories of browsing Blockbusters trying to trying to choose a film. It was so much easier back then to choose a film than it is now.
4: Yeah, I I used to enjoy Blockbusters. Going in there on a Saturday morning, because you used to be able to rent a video for fifty p, if you could bring it back by nice. lunchtime.
2: Oh, oh the nineties! <laughs>
4: That's it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Well, let's let's get on with some RPG news, and we'll talk about RPG kitchen a little bit later. Sorry. Yeah. So the biggest news of the week is. Right. Yes. Let's put it, it's, it's very, very, very D D centric this week.
3: It's almost like they've had some sort of massive event where yeah. they've dropped lots of information.
2: But, but what I'll do, I'll, I'll put the I'll leave the D and D stuff to a little bit later, because it is some other okay. stuff. There is some Ta-da! other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say that, but this is D&D tangentially <laughs> related. <laughs> so Critical Role. Yes. Yeah, um you know their publishing arm, Darrington Press.
3: Yeah. It's, it's, they uh, launched a, a board game and other yeah.
2: such things. Yeah, 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 they launched it like last year, oh. maybe, was it? Or a year, two uh, years ago? I can't remember when they Yeah, yeah but, you know, it's been a while, in the last then. year or two. Yeah. But anyway. They have announced a reboot yes. of the Tal'Dorei campaign setting. A reboot? Yeah, so How they're calling to it Tal'Dorei
3: Reborn. It can't be more two, two
2: and a half years, can it? Surely. Uh, 2017 was when uh, Green uh, Running published it originally. No. Right, fair enough. Good so this enough. is like half, as I understand it, it's half of their world. Half of the world is Tal'Dorei and the other half is um, Wild or Wild Oh, okay. I think they're two continents. So, um, sure. Green Green Run and published this one back in
3: 2017.
2: Okay, fair enough. So, um they're relaunching it for 5e again. They're going to double Ooh. the size of the book. Nice. So, it's going to be 280 pages. Oh, okay. Significant. It advances the timeline by 20 years. Ooh. And, yeah, it's just got a whole bunch of new subclasses and backgrounds and magical <laughs> items and creatures and uh, detailed bits of the different regions of the setting yeah the
3: gold thing oh, okay so Tal'Dray second edition for fifth edition is uh, coming coming soon yes yeah, yes yeah,
2: basically
4: double the size
2: <laughs> double <laughs> double the size yeah, yeah yeah. so this is interesting there's not going to be when they launch it you're not going to be able to buy a PDF version
4: hmm.
3: oh okay Actually, so we- so they're going for the Wizards of the Coast well, standard but we the, hate people with technology but you can okay.
2: get one but yeah. only if you buy a hardcover version, and only if you buy the hardcover version from their store. Then they'll give you a PDF for free. Okay. But if you, are, if you go to a brick-and-mortar store and buy it, you're out of luck, no PDF.
3: Oh, that mm. seems like quite an attack on brick-and-mortar stores, but... It's interesting. How uh, I'll give th- that. It th- it's, it's not to <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, obviously you wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, obviously I
4: wouldn't, no, because electronic. But yeah. even no. if I wasn't me, if I was someone else, I, yeah. I still wouldn't do that.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I assume the PDF version because they say available at launch, so they're going to be selling the PDF separately later. I guess I don't know.
3: We shall have to wait and see.
2: We shall have to wait and see. Anyway, that's coming out late twenty twenty one, early twenty two. Hmm. Well, that's about all I know about that. Mm-hmm.
4: I thought I was thinking for a second that's ages away, but no, we're in July.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When did that happen?
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, <laughs> presumably well, twenty
4: three days ago it became well, July, s- but you know.
2: They've got a a website up with loads of information about it, which, you know, we can stick the link in the show notes if people it's too much to go through now. But it yeah. does look like it is all already written from what they're saying that when they oh. talk about the contributors to it and there's loads of art there already and so I yeah. think it's I think it's pretty much done.
3: I I mean, they've explained that um probably got some new art and so forth in, but it is basically an existing thing that they're editing to improve. I think that well, probably makes it a bit easier. Well,
2: they're doubling the size. I mean, yeah. it's more than a bit
3: of an edit. It's, uh, fair enough, fair enough.
2: It's big. It's a lot, big.
3: A lot of extra material. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think I'm just quite concerned about the attitude they're taking to local game stores, really. That seems like... I mean, I, I, I'd be like, well, I don't want to sell it because... I'll be providing worse product for my customers. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know. Very strange. Um, very strange.
2: Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so uh, we got another 5B compatible thing coming up. So you, I say, I said we're going to leave the D&D stuff to the last, and it turns out is <laughs> doing d d compatible It's like stuff.
3: it's, like it's d compatible.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Fine. So got Cubicle 7's Victoriana. Yeah. So we mentioned last week. Yes. That They're rebooting it. Uh, doing a
3: fourth edition. Fourth fifth edition, yes. A fourth <laughs> edition, for fifth edition. Yeah. I hope everyone, I hope you're all paying attention. Okay, so what's well, so it's Talley is the second edition for fifth edition, and now we've got the fourth edition of Victoria on a fourth edition. Is yes. that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's Which, a real cool who's we- on first vibe coming
2: up here. <laughs> People should just stop using fifth edition to refer to D and think because it's too confusing.
1: Yeah.
2: They should call it something else. So, as we mentioned last week, it was originally uh-huh. published by Heresy Games in 2003. Mm-hmm. And then Cubicle 7 bought Heresy Games, and then there was a second edition, and then there was a third edition, and this is going to be the fourth version of it. Yes. And it will be for D&D, fifth edition.
3: Yes.
2: And they have revealed the cover. Ba, ba, ba. And it's very nice, and I'm going to put a quick little link in the chat here for you, so you can uh, see the cover too. Yeah,
3: excellent. Ooh, uh, this I see is.
2: is This cover is penny-arcade-tastic, if you look at it.
3: Uh Painty Dreadful slash Carnival Row is very much the vibe they are going for with a lot more steampunk
4: that looks really cool I like that
2: that's a fantastic cover it's really good
4: yeah, yeah I, would, I, I would play that mm-hmm. so I, just, I remember the you ju- just judged novel.
2: that book on it's cover <laughs>
4: <laughs> no I totally okay yeah I did I, I judged that book <laughs> totally by the cover I
3: think that's fair yeah. me too me too uh, like it, this is the player's guide. It's got uh, what's that? Uh, a sprite or some description flying across the front. There's some rats on a barrel. Has its traditional. It's got very much a sort of a London. There's an airship. It, it's really leaning to that steampunk. There's an airship it, flo- floating along a zeppelin. In fact,
2: well, it's There's steampunk um,
3: Victorian
2: shadow run. Basically, is how it's yep, been described.
4: Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. I totally play that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, and it's got all the steampunk tropes. There's a. I can definitely see corsets. There's a chap wearing goggles on top of his top hat. Yes. Which, I say, does I look I, very cool. I never understand how
2: he gets it past the brim, though. Exactly. How does so that laughy. work? Unless there's know. a hole, unless there's holes cut in the top hat, and he just
4: pulls, pulls the, the hat, hat down.
3: down. <laughs> 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 uh, but his ears are on. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's still got to get it over, because he's got, like, a monocle thing going on.
2: He's also got a monocle, yeah. yeah. So we oh. would have to like, get, yeah.
4: I don't know... Yeah, how that would work. I,
2: th- I think uh, I think those goggles are just a fashion statement.
4: Mm.
3: Well, I I quite frankly think he's uh more on a touch of the American gambler about him, especially with the uh, clip on his tie. Mm. Um it, it it very much screams um maverick to me and he appears to have some sort of hand blunderbuss. Uh doubt doubtless a street samurai and jokes about compensation for something may be made. Possibly, who knows? It's clearly dangerous yeah.
4: because he's walking along with his finger on the trigger. <gasps> You're not supposed so, to do
3: that. A shocking trigger display. Yeah, yeah. so he's okay, ready to uh, shoot at any second. Well, the lady, well, the lady second. next to him, is that some
2: kind of gun she's got in her hand or is that... Uh, what is that?
3: Almost certainly a knife. Is it a knife? Maybe I a think wand. that's a
4: fan. I think it's a fan.
3: No, that's not a fan. I'm not sure what that
2: is. Or it's just, I don't know. It's just like a small piece of wood, actually. I don't know. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's no, a gun. I think,
3: I think we're looking at a gun from above. So it you can could just be. see the barrel. It could be.
4: Either that or we're, over- we're overthinking it. It's a shopping list. <laughs>
3: Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's her whipping pistol. Who knows? Who knows? Say? Who knows?
4: <laughs> Jenkins, strike that man.
2: <laughs> right, anyway. Anyway. Moving on. So, shall we get onto the actual D&D news?
3: No, well, Victoria, okay. oh, that's quite cool. so S- I have to S- try see if I can so, yeah. a just from so Games or what? Yes. What happened is, at the weekend?
2: Well, let's oh, we get on to the actual product news. In a minute, but there's two yeah. things that Wizards of the Coast have set in the last week, which is interesting. So the first okay. one was R. A. Salvatore. This this is actual D anD d novel news. So R. A. Salvatore, yeah. who does all right. of the uh, Drizzt novels, yes,
3: yeah.
2: has done many many of these novels at this point, yeah. um, going back decades now. Yes, Um, he stated that he has a desire to correct the racist tropes surrounding Drizzt and the Drow. Good. So he said this in an interview with Polygon.
3: Yes. Uh,
2: and uh, the, the article kind of uh, went, went into a lot of the controversy the Wizards was employed in like last year and the year before regarding mm. race and um, mm.
0: drow and all that, all mm. that stuff.
2: Is this Salvatore is kind of acknowledging his part in that? Mm.
0: Okay.
2: okay. Mm. Um, although he does say. He says, I can't tell you how many letters I've gotten over the years from people who have said, thank you for Drist, I finally have someone who looks like me. And then he goes on to say, on the one hand you have that, but on the other hand, if the drow were being portrayed as evil, that's a trope that has to go away, be buried under the deepest pit and never brought out again. I was unaware of that. I admit it, I was oblivious. Which I find a bit... He was unaware that the drow were being portrayed as evil. I don't In the books that he wrote. I don't understand what that, what he means by that. Unless um, he's just uh, misspoken himself, I don't get what that means.
3: Well, perhaps from his point of view, human sacrifice or elven sacrifice and cannibalistic murder spied and demon goddesses are actually the marks of uh, good good mm. people. Well, Where, I, the fluffy bunny lovers. you've got to watch One out interpretation for, you
2: know. of it, and if you read the rest of the interview and it's quite, it's quite long, yeah. um, mm. yeah, but you kind of have to sort of read between the lines to get this, but one interpretation of that is um, what he says he was oblivious to was he was oblivious to that being problematic and he realises that now as opposed to he was oblivious that they were actually portrayed as evil. He knows that, but he didn't uh. realise that was a problem until
3: more recently that's one that's it, one way you could read that I think. I, I think is this a novelist a professional wordsmith saying yes. this yeah oh, okay right, sorry yes adam you're saying
4: i don't know i think it's just i want to say mm-hmm. this the right way but i think it's become a lot more yeah. obvious these days kind of what's going on behind the scenes not no that's not saying it right um
3: There's a greater increase in awareness.
4: There's thank you. There we go. There's a lot more awareness and discourse these days, and it's a lot more public and it's a lot more visible. Whereas I think you know when he started writing these Dritz books in 1830, the um,
3: well, 1830. Uh, he's actually one of the first first uh, authors in the original Victorian yeah, era, exactly, which uh, yeah. has you no know, predate Silent by some yeah. way. Yeah, 1830
4: PM. No, um, I think when he started writing these books, there was there wasn't so much public information it was harder to know what was going on it was harder mm. to know what other people were thinking well
2: yeah I mean the internet wasn't around I guess but
4: I don't know what I'm trying to say though so <laughs> yeah, well, it,
2: sounds just... like,
3: it sounds like he's learnt something yeah, over yeah. the course of yeah. the past sure. I'm sure, I'm of sure years, most so, people
2: yeah. know this already now, but now the drist, the, the drists, the Drow have been split into three types, three types of Drizzt. There <laughs> <Well>, are the, uh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, excellent. So you've got the Jewel wielders you've got the Panther Riders, and. <laughs> <Yes>. What's the <laughs> other <of> type?
1: <laughs>
2: so you've got the Uda Drow, who are the ones right. that we know about, who come from Mensu and yeah. worship the Spider Queen, yeah, that 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 particular right. society. Yeah. Then we've got the. Avendrow, A-E-V-E-N, Evendral, Avendral, Avendrow, Who are kind okay. of Arctic snow themed drow. Uh-huh. And then you've got the Lauren drow. We are
3: jungle themed drow. Okay, so cave elves, snow elves, and jungle elves.
2: Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't quite understand what's the difference between a jungle themed no. drow and like a jungle themed elf at that point. What what makes it a drow and not an elf at that? I, I'm not quite sure on the distinction there
3: like the colour of their skin, perhaps?
2: Well, they're not, because they're not just making... Oh. They're changing the skin colour approach as well, I believe. That's
5: that's good.
3: Right.
2: So, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
3: It is hard to say. Yeah,
2: it is hard to say. Almost impossible to say. Anyway, that's not the only thing that came out of the... uh, came from the direction of Wizards of the Coast this week. Oh, yes, yes. So, Jeremy Crawford in a media briefing last week... Mm -hmm. And this was primarily the media briefing for um, uh, the uh, D&D Live announcements.
3: I'm I'm laughing because I just have this sort of, like, because I'm thinking of the press conference in a sort of, like, but the only press conferences I'm really familiar with are things like the White House press conferences. <laughs> so I'm just imagining Jerry for going off into like a big lectern with the with the Coast logo on it, yeah. and, D&D and well, replace, D replace replace the
4: lectern with Zoom, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And there's like lots, lots of lots
4: of
5: reporters yeah. shouting questions. Yeah. I can imagine I him talking about
4: I can imagine him talking about <laughs> national security and things like that. <clears throat> Well, what he did talk
2: yeah. about, amongst other things, was what is considered canonical for D&D and what is not. Hmm. Right. So uh, he said that mm-hmm. all the, of the tie-in novels, comic mm-hmm. books, video yeah. games and movies, so anything that's not a D&D rulebook yes. is not canonical, and Ooh. anything before 5th edition, whether it be a rulebook or not, is not canonical. So the only thing that's canonical is D&D rulebooks since about 2014.
3: Okay, wow. It's like I heard a million angry nerds cry out at once.
2: So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the reaction's being yeah. mixed.
3: It's been divided.
4: Really? There's a lot of people that are quite pleased with that. I mean,
2: they don't, especially yeah, some yeah. of the newer players who feel they don't have to read 50 years of back history and do homework yeah. to play D&D.
3: Yes.
2: And then, of course, you've got all of the older players who remember all the stuff from the eighties and stuff, and, and they
3: did the homework. Yeah, and they and did they the don't homework in all the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs>
2: yeah, but they got to do it in real time. You see.
3: Ah, of course. Of course. Whereas, yeah. if you're just
2: starting to play D and D now, you've got to do fifty years of homework in one evening. It's a bit hard.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <true>. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, so the Dragonlance novels are not canon anymore which is oh. interesting. And, they uh,
3: they're current dra- for Dragonlance, so they're just not canon for d d
2: <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but right now, I, I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. yeah I've um, I, I a mixed feelings about that too. Mm, I mean, mm. I haven't made any of the comic books, played very few of the video games, can't remember the movies. So yeah. on the one hand, yeah, fine. Doesn't make any difference to me. Yeah. On the other hand, I really love Dragonlance, and as yeah. far as I'm concerned, it's a you know as a central part of D to me. But I guess that's to me. That's
3: yeah. well, I, I mean, I'm also a massive fan of Dragonlance, as you know. Mm. So, but I've always considered it very much its own thing because I wasn't even aware of the connection for like probably about the best part of two decades afterwards. So like I was like, ah! yeah. Well, I came across it in a bookshop. I mean, it had Dragonlance on it, and it looked good. So. Mm got it read it but the D connection completely passed me by I,
4: I get the only rule books are canon because that mm. makes it easier to track voice it can mm. be challenging but the pre-fifth edition thing i'm, I'm looking over my bookshelves and um mm. somewhere over there i've got the original forgotten realms box set mm. from mm. the 90s or even mm. late 80s early 90s mm. and it's just mm. a, a really nice book and the forgotten realms adventures mm. as well there's yeah. so much mm. in there And like all the setting and the, you know, the peoples and the countries, and just to say, oh, by the way, that's not canon now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're saying it will never be canon. I think what Mm. they're just saying is they've got a blank slate now. And while they probably will bring back a lot of those characters and places, uh, they're leaving themselves the wiggle room to do so in a manner that they choose. And if they choose to change the drow or. Remove some of the problematic elements of Dragonlance or something, they can do that.
4: Yeah. In that con- I think in that context it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, setting themselves up to change things wh- and you get the rage in early, they're getting the rage in now. <laughs> As if they awesome. do say yeah. that yeah. and they start publishing yeah. things and they're tweaked individual bits. Yeah. Yeah. Get- yeah.
3: I mean, it's bold choice. I mean, sort of it is like a bit weird. I mean, how, how important is Minsk and Boo to people? Uh, and that they be canon. Or do they enjoy their own separate thing living in the Didn't they? Did appear in one of the adventures? I'm sure they did. Yeah, good yeah, do. One of the recent adventures. Sure, Maximilian. It, it sounds familiar, actually. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure yeah. so they are sure. canon. They are canon. I, they, are now, yeah. they are canon. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Giant <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Mitchell <a> Space Hampshire's <laughs> <Emperor's> Apollo. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think it makes sense. I mean, I, well, I, I, I've got mixed sense. feelings, but okay,
3: yeah. that's fine, I guess. Yeah, it's a bit like uh, Disney changing the Star Wars expanded universe and saying no, nah, yeah. not this. Yeah, it's basically yeah, <laughs> exactly like
0: that, I guess, isn't this, it?
3: This past fifty years' work. None of this is valid. Although I think I think a more accurate analogy
2: would be Disney doing the new Star Wars trilogy, the one oh. that recently came out, and saying that the original Star Wars trilogy isn't canon. Oh, is that how you feel about it? Well, no, it's not how I feel about it. I just think that's more of a more of a closer analogy. Ah, Okay. I think if Disney did that, I would be a lot more upset than
4: if. Yeah, these movies from like the 70s, they were just warm ups. I think that's not real. Yeah, I would feel differently about that.
3: I I mean, I'm very much in the camp of Death of the Author. It's like the people who wrote it, I'm not that fussed about their intentions. And I've pretty much been a big fan of Homebrew for a long time, so I'm not that invested in Forgotten Realms. But certainly. It sounds like a very tricky position for people who are and really care about the costume mm-hmm. I know they're out there.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. So talking about Dragonlance. Yes. So Dragonlance Nexus, it's been the official Dragonlance fan site for about 20 years, I want to say. A long time. Oh, okay. There's, uh, yeah. Back in the day, Wizard of the Coast assigned <laughs> a fan site, an official fan site. Mm. To, um, well, official fan status to each of several different websites for each of the different settings. And I'm not oh. sure how many of them are still around because it was ages ago and some of them probably died off or whatever. Yeah. But Dragon Nexus is still around. Yeah. And um, they have released a free PDF oh. for mm-hmm. Dragon Dance 5th edition. Ooh, interesting. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Like a setting sort of book? Yeah, a setting book basically. Ooh. So, it's uh, called Tasselhoff's Pouches of Everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, 94 pages. It's got races, it's got organisations, equipments, god, magic, um, geography, a timeline, you know, mm, every, yeah. everything yeah. that you would expect to be in a setting book. Right, right. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, it's pretty cool. It's got a cover art I like. It's got um, Tasselhoff pickpocketing Lord
3: Soff. Because That would happen. <laughs> um, I, I mean, that's basically he's gonna give it a go, I'm
4: sure. <laughs> He'll try it once,
2: <laughs> and also, Lord, Lord Soft thats quite muscly for someone who's basically a skeleton,
3: uh, angry skeleton. Yeah. He never skips leg like day, yeah.
2: Anyway, <laughs> anyway let, me give a, let me give you a quick link to it. Oh, yeah. I'm obviously, you haven't got time to read it now, but just so you can basically see it. Mm.
3: There
2: it is, yeah. So, it's totally free to download. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, have got say. a list of other things that they are planning to bring out over the coming months.
3: Ooh, in a graphic. So, cool.
2: so this graphic's very small. Uh, we've got Champions okay. of Crin, the mystery yeah. of the missing... Patrol. Patrol mm-hmm. in fall 2021. Champions of Crin Descent into the Crypts in winter 22. Mystery mm-hmm. of Kryn. Spring 2022, that'd be good. Champions yep. of Queen, uh, the Tower of Gargath, Summer 2022. Yep. And finally, Champions of Queen, the Rose
3: of Jenek uh, for 2022. Okay. Um, I'm not familiar with Gargath or Rest, uh it was, Wasn't it Great okay. the Greystone
2: of Gargath? The green Gemstone thing, or whatever it was or something. I can't remember. It oh, yeah, that, that was really Gargath was linked memories. to that in some way.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, the, well, you say the Greystone. No, the Greystone the was something story. else, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, I can't remember.
2: Literally but, can't remember.
3: Okay. But yeah, well, that sounds exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm look- Wait, wait, wait. So are you going to run this using Level Up? His question oh, are all... Oh, are going to run it?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <never> <laughs> They have to release Adventures first. This is just a setting book. So uh, the first uh, Adventure so. is going to come out, I guess that's that, that Champions of Quinn thing, in uh, Fall 2021, which is really close, actually. It's July now, thinking about mm, it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sure it is. Yeah, good yeah. yeah. Well, well these are going to be you. free as well, because part of the, basically, the charter of these fan sites, mm. they're allowed yeah. to release free stuff, but they're not allowed to charge yeah. for it.
3: Fair enough. But on the other hand, it gives a big boost to people being interested in Dragonlands.
0: Yeah, yes. Right
2: then, so, uh, Modiphius is taking pre-orders for Homeworld Revelations. That is their RPG based on the video game Homeworld. No. Homeworld. Oh, okay, right.
3: Huh. It's so Homeworld thing. is
2: that real-time strategy... It's a real I did like strategy. that game a lot.
3: Yes. Uh, I, right. a bit, I also liked it. I just found it very confusing. Oh, um, I, I, loved, I, loved the, I
2: loved the 3D element
3: of it. Well, that's a bit I found confusing. Oh, I
5: do <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, real, I, realized, I realized that
2: you can only see in 2D though,
3: Peter. I it, you it. you have t- 2D vision. I <laughs> know. <no.
2: laughs>
3: uh, walking what? into things all the time is <laughs> just... What can I say? I like to move like an Egyptian, <laughs> uh, specifically the ones painted on the side of the thing Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, so
2: it's available for yes. pre-order. Uh, doesn't yes. say when the actual release date is, but it's fifty dollars mm. for the core rulebook. Okay. And there's various collector's editions and bundles if you want to spend a bit more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. And if you, but if you pre-order it, you'll immediately yes. get yes. a sixty-nine page quick starter for free straight away. Mm. So nice. you can okay. kind of get started right away.
4: Yes. That sounds good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, so you have to pre order it to get the quick starter. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think okay.
2: the quick starter is just to whet your appetite while you're waiting for your hardcover. Just to oh, have...
3: like an appet- More of an appetizer.
2: More than of the an quick appetizer, starter. yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is using the 2D20
3: system. Yes, yes. From Modifius. Classic Modifius. Yeah. Bit of doom in there as well. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Yeah. So let's have a look. So. It, Homeworld Revelations gives fans of the original Homeworld game the exciting opportunity to view the universe from a new perspective, taking on the role of the crew aboard one of the Kushans fleet
3: ships. Okay, it's been a while since I played it. It's been uh, done, uh, yeah, I found it quite a long time, but, but quite. I, I, I quite appreciate the um, the nature of the beast. Mm. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's actually quite good. Yeah, it was very, very good.
4: Yeah, Sounds yeah. like an interesting idea. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know the computer game. I must confess. Oh, that. I
2: loved it. Loved it. It's, I don't even think. I think there's a remastered version that hasn't dated too badly as well that you can pick up.
1: Hmm. Yes.
2: Anyway, let's uh, check so, out. Ooh, Van mm-hmm. Richten's Guide to Ravenloft Maps.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So Mike Schley, cartographer at large, mm-hmm. um, his maps were in Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. And you can now purchase those from his website in digital format or in posters or in art prints. Ooh. Nice. That's very nice.
1: Yeah.
4: They do what? some cool things with maps these days, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like back in the day, whatever, We're not, like in the Forgotten Realms box set, you got some nice maps, but they're all just mm. fairly flat. These days, you know, you have, here's a map, it's a serpent's skull, or here's the inside of a dragon, or, mm. you know, here's a 3D thing going on.
2: Yeah. Our 3D thing, one of those things that Peter can't see. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, please, don't make my disability. <laughs> so, you can, so you can pick up a, a map bundle, a digital map bundle, for $10, yes. and you'll get yes. six digital DM maps and player versions of those maps for $10. Mm. Or you can pick up posters and prints at various sizes and various prices. And these I are just like maps of various domains, like, you know, Brovia or or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I, I like I like Mike Schley's style, I and mean, he's been doing stuff for was it for pretty much since Fifth Edition launched. So once you, when you when you look at the maps, you recognise the style.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: excellent. It is excellent. It is excellent. Right, well, right, right. we may be near the end of the news now. Finally. Oh no, we're not. We haven't done the product, the D and D live stuff, have we? We're not near the end of the news at
3: all. Oh, oh. I thought we were going to away with it. No, okay. Go on. Okay. What, what products are they bringing out?
2: Then? Okay, so we start with... So, D&D Live took place last weekend. Yes. Everything had been leaked beforehand, pretty much. So, this is more just fleshing out the details rather than any sort of major scoops now. Yep. So, let's start with BizBand's Treasury of Dragons, which we mentioned last Ooh. week. Yes. So we got a... Drake's on a
3: plane, I remember. So yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, Drake's on a plane, as we like to call it. <laughs> so we have the product description, and yeah. we have the cover art, and we also have the alternate cover art, which is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. It is absolutely lovely. Um, so the description... Um, mm-hmm. Right, so it says meet Fizzbang the Fabulous, Doddering Archmage, Unlikely War Hero, Divine Avatar of a Dragon God. Spoilers. And your guide to the mysteries of
4: Dragonkind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've read the Dragon Arts Chronicles. There's <laughs> a big spoiler oh, right on the cover of this book.
4: You didn't I, warn me. Like... You didn't, I'm sorry, but you didn't warn me there'd be spoilers.
3: <laughs> actually, I think I read yeah. this out last week. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah. You, you, you did, in fact, read this yeah, out. Yeah, I did week. read it out. Last week. Um, so. I, yeah, I suppose you can spoil 35 year old books, but yeah. even <laughs> someone as vociferous as I may. Here's a look
2: at the alternate cover yeah. look, which I prefer to the regular cover.
3: Uh, yes, it's quite an interesting one. Uh, clearly inspired by a uh, yin and yang Daoist sign. Not too shabby. Yeah,
4: it's nice, yeah. but I'd like to see um, some more monocles <laughs> on the dragons. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um... And a top hat. A top hat, yeah.
3: A dragon with a top hat. Oh, a, a really big blunderbuss. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, is How would you called a, dragon, a dra- we blunderbuss? Well, presumably more carefully than that. Everyone knows dragons have better trickles, that. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, sticking gold, on. Gold dragon. Is it a gold dragon, do we think? I'm, or some other gem dragons? I'm guessing, yeah. It's hard to say, yeah. 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 Um, but They're stick- both st- being far st- sticking one. on this book,
2: so... Um, yes. James Wyatt, from one of the primary authors of it, says it introduces a new cosmology for dragon gods. Mm, and mm. this is where the same beings, including Visvan, mm-hmm. echo yeah. across various d d campaign settings with alternate versions of themselves. Now, I think this is how they're going to answer the Paladine um uh, and the older, which uh, whatchamacallit, we call it, uh, Tarkitis Tiamat thing.
3: Uh-huh.
2: I think that's how they're going to answer that.
3: Well, don't forget they have declared that they're not canon, so I guess they're not.
2: Well, they're probably mentioned in this book, so they probably are. Oh,
3: that's true. Yeah. Oh, perhaps they are. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and also, though, with so basically the various echoes themselves across various campaign settings can merge together into one single form in some manner, which I don't quite understand. Is it just like a giant robot with... I don't know how that works.
4: That sounds a bit like metaphysical Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't quite understand how that works. So basically they're saying uh, you've got Tarkeesis and you've got Tiamat and you've probably got a whole bunch of other um, chromatic dragon gods with five heads and they can all merge into an uber five-headed dragon god? I don't know how it works. I don't know what they mean by that.
4: The only thing I I hate to think of is what would what purpose would they need to come together, multiples of these five-headed dragon gods? What, what yes, kind of yes, thing yes. could they yes. possibly like, be facing?
5: Just think about logic. It's like, whoa, what for? Dragon god, but bigger. <laughs> maybe maybe the
2: heads add together,
1: uh, so you end up okay. like a
2: twenty-five-headed dragon god. Oh, could be, maybe, could
3: be. Maybe, yeah. okay,
2: well, I guess we'll find out when the book comes out, won't we?
3: I guess we will.
2: Yeah. Um, so we got a a chapter by chapter breakdown of the book Mm -hmm. so this is is interesting this is a this is like a it's it's quite long actually it's a breakdown of each chapter so one interesting Mm -hmm. thing they say despite the fact that his name's on the cover band's name is on the cover if you're hoping this is going to be heavily Dragonlance themed it looks quite unlikely because they say they're only going to give a very brief nod to the setting which which I'm slightly disappointed about I was kind of hoping for a bit more but hey yeah no. So, James Wyatt says it brings together the revised dragonborn races, feats, and spells that they've previewed in Ernest Arcana. So, as magic items, a deeper dive into the monster manual dragons, dragon adjacent monsters, which I think it means monsters similar to dragons, not just monsters next to dragons. Is
3: that what <laughs> <me>? <laughs> yes, Russ. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
2: Their <laughs> <Lair> maps <laughs> and various tables mm-hmm. to help you generate adventure ideas.
3: Mm. Yeah. Interesting,
2: yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, 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 I, this is this is too much for me to read out now. It's a breakdown of all six chapters of the book, details right. of each. So nice. uh, we could just put a link in the show notes for that and people can yes. read them. Uh, they also they just mention there talking about alignment. Chromatic dragons are typically evil. So, can there ever be a, a good black dragon? Um, they're kind of leaning heavily on the word typically there, yeah,
3: so yeah. they're kind of taking away they're moving away from the racial absolutism that got them in trouble over yeah. the last couple of years.
2: I mean, they're keeping tendencies there like chromatic dragons will usually always be evil. It just means that you can hmm. have a good black dragon if you want one, which is always good anyway, if you wanted one, you just hmm. write one and there's one there, but yeah, but there okay. um, yeah, so the best three chapters about a third of the book. Mm-hmm. It's got a revised version of the Sapphire Dragon that they released, like, last year, mm-hmm. uh, along with the rest of the dra- gem dragons, the Amethyst, Crystal, yes. Emerald, and Topaz
3: dragons. Well, as I recall, didn't they have that special limited edition dice set? Yeah, and had a which card. Which had the stats, um, mm. yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. So I think that was quite popular and sufficiently so that they decided, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Let's add it to James Hyatt's uh, Bumper Book of yeah. Dragons. <laughs> so they've got stats for Deep Dragons and Moonstone
2: Dragons. Ooh, very shiny. Dragonborn Champions, Humanoid Dragon Dragon Servitors, various other dragon-adjacent creatures, which again, I must stress, is not just creatures standing next to dragons.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it's not dragons. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, An additional age category uh, for dragon turtles.
4: What would it be? Drakewood? That's what we've all been waiting for. (laughs) Uh, the dragon
3: turtles are a key part the, of a dragon turtle, The really, sure.
4: really, really, really old dragon turtles. Yeah,
2: and they're going up to exactly. great worm age category dragons as well. An additional Ooh. age category for all dragons. going up to great worms, which use the mythic monster rules from
3: Mythic Odysseys of Theros. Ah. Uh, mm. They're so big, they come with two health parts. Mm. Well, there you go.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then Chapter 5 takes an in-depth look at each type of dragon, like personality traits and... Yeah you know, what's a brass dragon like and dive you know, diving into those. Chapter four is layers and hordes, mm-hmm. maps of yeah. hordes, new regional effects, layer actions, um, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. a yeah. Um so, look, chapter three, I'm going backwards to this book for some reason, I don't know why. Uh, chapter three is about building dragons as unique characters for the for the dungeon master. Yeah. And this is the chapter so, that has a very brief nod in the directions of Tarkir. Which is Mm -hmm. Magic the Gathering's Dragon World and Dragon and And also briefly, Mm. Council of Worms, the second edition setting. Mm.
3: Mm. Not to be confused with the Diet of Worms, which was a. (laughs) a
2: (laughs) You started the joke and you had no idea how it was going
3: (laughs) to end. Well, medieval conference versus a very unpleasant weight loss aid. Anyway, uh, moving on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, chapter two, a bunch of
2: new spells, most of which yeah. have been in Unearth Arcana before, and new magic items with ties to dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and chapter one, this is definitely the best way to go through books backwards, I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read all the oh. books backwards now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: is,
2: is the character options, because the revised dragonborn races and um, all that stuff that's, that's again been in Unearth Arcana before as well. Yeah. So that Fair is Pispan's Treasury of Dragons. Fantastic. Yeah. And then... Dra-
3: Drake's on a plane. It's looking really good. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Oh, no, it does look like a good book. I do yeah. like that. It.
3: Yeah. It's coming out in well, October, that one. Yes. Dragons. I can't believe it's not dragons. <laughs>
2: Everything.
3: <laughs> you could possibly want. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wild Beyond the Witchlight, one of the other books yes. that they talked about a lot last oh. week. Um, we've already yeah. gone into that in quite a bit of detail because a lot of information came out mm-hmm. of that in the preceding week, so we don't need to reiterate all of that. Mm-hmm. Did we mention the You and Strongheart stuff last week?
3: Uh, Yes, the 80s cartoon characters that were also plastic figurines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the wee plastic dolls are now in the official canon. Is that right?
2: um, Yeah, well, a lot of these characters appeared in the cartoon, the animated series as well. Right, yes. And they've been in and out of various adventure modules over the years as well. So they're kind of, uh, you know, they're around in various places in the 80s. Yes, yes. And they're kind of looks like they're getting a bit of a, uh, a resurgence
3: now. Right. But you can... Are oh, they getting a gritty reboot for us? Well, That's they what are what we getting miniatures, then. is what they're getting. Ooh.
2: So what we have here is two sets of miniatures. These are coming yeah. from WizKids. And they're called the League of Malevolence set and the Valor's Call cool set. And they're all characters Ooh. from the 80s D&D action toys and cartoon and that kind of era.
4: Oh, cool! So uh, nice, historic. Yeah. Okay.
2: These might be the got, these might actually be miniatures I actually buy as well. <laughs> I don't often buy miniatures, but these I might buy these.
3: I've got to say, the League of Malevolence are definitely looking the cooler of the set. <laughs> I mean, Valor's call cool are looking a bit well. Yeah. Well, as in costume, as a costume wise.
2: So interestingly, so call yeah. cool includes. Yeah. Uh, Strongheart the Paladin, Ringle Run the Wizard but the, Ringle Run the Wizard I don't know if you recall 1983's AD&D Player's Handbook and the art on <coughs> it
3: um, no no. Okay. If you although stick... there is this handy picture yeah. I'm seeing, just so he know.
2: was the wizard emblazoned yes. on the front of yeah. the first edition AD&D Player's Handbook or one of them the
3: 1983 printable yes yes uh, Check huge white beard which is at least five foot long with a big um, really odd red lined hood yeah uh, is it, it a hood yeah. I suppose it's, is it a hood or a hat I think like I'm not hood. 100% sure it's got a hood esque theme to it mm-hmm. but I can assure you that no hood has ever stood up that far from your head without like <laughs> He's some severe magic it's okay, not God. wizard it, uh, and in traditional wizard fashion he is making fireworks come out of his fingertips and uh, there's some, what, I guess, gargoyles that he's busy wrapping yeah. in Roman candles yeah. or something? Anyway, yeah. that's,
2: that's the cover of an old player's handbook. Anyway, the point yeah. being, uh, the Bala's yes. set, um, set includes Strongheart the Paladin, Ringlevan yes. the Wizard, Molliver yes. the Good Thief, Elkhorn the right. Dwarf Fighter, and On mm-hmm. the Cleric. Okay. And then we've yep. got the League of Malevolent set, and they've definitely got better mm-hmm. costumes. Yep. We've got Duke, the evil fighter, who we talked about last week, and he's got that lovely helmet oh, with the, the big they, bat wings on the
3: side. Well, yeah, they're definitely leaning into the Baldur's Gate 2 helmets there, yeah. Uh, and we've got Kallik, the evil wizard. Who, I've got to say, looks like Ringle Ring's, like, brother. <laughs> but maybe it's just because they're both, like, really old, with huge white beards. So, yeah. His beard isn't as big, but it does look a lot more practicable. Okay. Less likely to get caught in a door, say. Yeah, well, maybe it's a magic beard. I thought like that would be a disadvantage in a door, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, if you can sit on your own beard, then maybe you <laughs> need to think about how long <laughs> <it's> <laughs> right. anyway, we've got <laughs> Skylar, who was Ringle Run's former apprentice. Yep. We've got Zarak, the
2: half-orc assassin. And
3: okay. we've got
2: Zargash, the evil cleric.
3: Okay. Um, so who do you reckon the one in the black robes with the lightning? Black robes uh, is uh, the lightning. Going from hand, top right hand corner. Uh, that would be, mm-hmm. be Skylar. Nice
2: hat. That would be Skylar, Wingle Run's former apprentice. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm. But that's not the only miniatures you can get. Yes. For Wild There's Beyond more? the Witch, right? If you wish, you can ah. buy a collector's set. You can pre-order Ooh. it now. It's yes. a big box, collector's <gasps> edition, miniatures box for the Wild Beyond the Witchlight, like, containing 81 plastic miniatures, including two unique miniatures, only in this box, mm. one of which is Tasha. Oh, okay. Well... Make a guess how much this box set will cost you of miniatures.
3: Two hundred one. So, so this
2: price is right. I or be so whoever whoever gets it without going over, the closest without going over wins.
3: <laughs> uh, I'd be tempted if it was round about the hundred pound mark, uh, but it's a new product, so I'm going to say one hundred seventy-five.
2: One hundred seventy-five. Adam, yeah. you're going two hundred, are you?
4: I'm going two hundred. Yeah. Okay,
2: so I've got yeah. it in dollars here. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Seven hundred and fifty dollars.
4: Whoa.
5: <laughs> Seven hundred fifty dollars for eighty-one models. Yes. Wow.
3: That's
2: outrageous. various oh, sizes. They do say various sizes, so some of them will be larger ones. So you might get some pretty decent sized ones in there as well. Uh, but wow. That's yeah. That's a lot of money. Uh,
3: uh so fifty. You're dividing it by 81. i, I
2: am could
3: be about 600 pounds. Around. Yeah. Nine dollars a miniature, eight dollars a miniature. It's looking like, oh, uh, so, so so I can work out how to, do, uh, yeah, yeah, like nine nine dollars and twenty six cents per miniature, mm. which I have to say that strikes me as being quite a lot of money. Like, wow. How? Many, wow. Yeah. Just okay. Goodness. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, fair play if you've got that much money. you like it, but it just seems... Oof. Yeah. No. Okay. Moving on.
1: Finally.
2: Yes. Oh, one other thing they mentioned about the witch-like, um setting is, you know, like, oh. Ravenloft has the Domains of Dread. Yeah. They're calling okay. the Feywild Domains, and the Feywild yeah. is going to be divided into domains in the same way that Ravenloft is. Okay. And these are the Domains of Delight as opposed to the Domains of Dread in the Shadowfell.
4: Domains of uh, Delight? That similar. sounds a lot more friendly. <laughs> it does, doesn't yeah. it?
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, Domains of Dread, probably not on my holiday destinations. Domains of Delight?
4: Possibly. I definitely would consider, yeah. yeah. Domains of Delight, I'm, I'm just, I just—I can see the uh, My Little Pony crossover yeah. you know, opportunities. But are... you'd have to check oh, the Track the
2: Advisor first for
3: the, for the reviews. <laughs> 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 call back to last week's sketch <laughs> Yes, yes, Russ. Yes, (laughs) you would.
2: Not enough, zebras. uh, (laughs) Still my favourite line, (laughs) and the line that actually made Peter laugh for once. (laughs) Because Peter never laughs at my sketches; he hates them.
3: (laughs) Uh, Shocking, shocking, and untrue. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: So anyway, uh, finally, Strixhaven uh, curriculum of chaos. Yeah, so yeah. there's less information of that out so far, but we have got a look at the uh, alternate cover for it.
3: Isn't there some sort of... Did we, did we, do, did we do that or did I read that somewhere else? Uh, they are saying that there can't be specific schools of magic for Strixhaven. Not that I... Um, um, and they're just going to support it with feats now. Not
2: Oh wait, no. Yeah, didn't they, an yeah. Didn't they, they did they didn't a Arcana an Unearthed Arcana playtest? Yes, you're oh, right, yeah. you're right. They did an Unafter Arcana playtest and the different colleges of Strixhaven each had a yeah. school of magic, is that right? Or a subclass, subclass. Each had a subclass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, and then they did the player survey and apparently people did not like that at all. So they're not doing that now. are not please No. 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 Yeah, mm. so they've jettisoned that idea. No, you're right. That was that was something they said. Um, so yeah, yeah, they're doing it with feasts instead. Mm. Mm. Um, um, so we've got the back cover text and we've got the alternate cover art. And the alternate cover art... Mm. Let me send you that in the chat there so you can have a look at it. Excellent. It's kind of like a pattern. Like a flower pattern. An
3: angular flower oh, pattern. Yes. Okay, yeah. You, yeah, you've sort of got a five-petalled flower, mm. which is pointing downwards over a star, which is pointing upwards, all contained within a little circle. Mm.
4: Yeah, it reminds me curves. of Spirograph.
2: Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 Wow. It's very, very Spirograph. It That's actually a long time since I've heard Spirograph.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but but it's, 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 it's like a little bit less uh, fiddly than that. But yeah, yeah. it's got um, that sort of pleasing symmetry to it. Mm.
4: It's very, ple- mm. very pleasing symmetry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the so back cover
2: text gives a list of what's in there. I, you can pretty much guess what's in there anyway. So, new player character options with new feats and a new background in the character builder. New spells mm-hmm. and magical items. This is pretty much exactly what you can expect. Play through the book's multi year campaign, beginning as first year students and advance or adventure your way to graduation. I think we've covered a lot of this information in already. Uh, includes four adventures, 40 mysterious creatures and NPCs. The new player race, the Owlin, Yeah. Uh Yeah. And it can be easily dropped into any D&D World or campaign.
3: There we
1: go.
2: Yeah. That one is coming out. When is that one coming out? November is that one.
3: Plonk. And it's only a College of Magic. Please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As if by College magic. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. God, there release really a lot of
2: news this week, isn't there? Ah, shocking. Yeah. A uh, Death of the Author my yes, Zeitgeist. A- Zeitgeist is back Yes. so Death of the Author so this is my current Kickstarter and this is uh, the first new adventure by Ryan Nock for Zeitgeist in years Ooh, Yeah, 65 page soft cover oh, yeah. adventure and, nice. um, well, we'll have Ryan on next week to talk about it so I won't go into it too much but yes. the Kickstarter's launched and it's got two weeks and is doing well as well, I that's but if you're, if you're a Zeitgeist yeah. fan and you've been waiting for new Zeitgeist content, here it is. Death of the author. Solve a murder mystery on a on an island with a creepy manor. Creepy Cycle- manor, that's what, yeah. C-
3: Psychographs being a campaign path that I recall you warning me of as it's too complicated for me to too understand. Too
2: complicated for you, Peter, yes. <laughs> right, 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 right. There
3: you go. <laughs> Especially because you can only see things in 2D. Where's is that Bit of a problem. So all those 3D maps would be <laughs> a big issue. I think especially the pop-out sections. Yeah. yeah. Pop-out sections. Wow. The pop-up sections. That would, yeah, that would be fun. Just pop. That would be a fun yeah. Tricky.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what I meant to mention. A couple of things arrived today. Oh. Beowulf.
3: Yes. Oh, yes. Handywork Games. Nice. I haven't had a yeah. chance really
2: to look through it properly yet, but it's gorgeous inside. I really, love- really love the art in this. This is just... Mm. This is uh, John Hodgson, which is the same artist who did um, um, Adventures in Middle Earth and The mm-hmm. One Ring for um, uh, Cubicle 7. Yes. And I love, love his art style. Yes. But anyway,
3: My... lovely book. Oh, well, yes. I also enjoyed oh, it. Oh, you got it too. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, I, I, I particularly liked how. Is that it uh, too? <laughs>
4: No, it's not. Oh, This is uh, wild. Do you know Wild by uh, Stugoff? No, what's that? The one? the hallucination kind of. Do you remember the uh, Jennifer Lopez movie where she got injected into someone's consciousness to I'm try and sure rescue them? I've never them. seen a
2: Jennifer Lopez movie.
4: Uh, okay, well, it's a good movie. It's a bit okay. freaky, okay. but this is similar. Right. Basically, people get injected. Into people's consciousness, and they share dreams, and Ooh, they get um, injected. I say injected. But I'm sure there's a, a better um, word for it. Incepted, maybe after mm.
5: Inception. Okay.
4: Yeah,
3: which why not? Basically, did such a thing. Uh, but yeah,
4: yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. looking forward to that one. It comes with a tarot deck as well. Oh, Yeah,
1: Where else I have sure. this. Do I know
4: I have the oh. Rogue oh. Trooper.
2: Oh, oh a mission report. Tour of New Earth. This an anthology of adventures.
3: the a rogue Very nice. is very nice? Yes. That's, That's what just draws in World of 2080, yes. yes? Yes. indeed. Very nice, yes.
2: So, so um, uh, you know, I see V2's quarterly um, top five charts of the hobby game industry. Yes. Mm-hmm. We cover those every quarter, Briefly. Yeah. Uh, so they've just released the, uh, the charts for spring 2021, which will be the earlier part of this year. And this is mm-hmm. quite interesting. So, like Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons is at the top, obviously. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, normally it's Pathfinder.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Pathfinder's
2: dropped to third place. Mm-hmm. Sneaking up in pl- in its place is Cyberpunk yeah. from Artelsorium. Oh. Okay. Right. Nice. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's displaced Pathfinder.
3: Wow. Is that in, it's not in any way related to the cyberpunk computer role playing game, is it? Yes, it's related to. It is related to. Okay. Um, so that,
2: that is in position two. Pathfinder is then in position three. And then position four, we've got Alien from Free League. It's apparently doing very well. And then, then in position five, we just got 5e compatible from various <laughs> publishers, which is.
3: Wow. <laughs> um, okay. Various things. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would assume probably. Oh, yeah, that's the various artists yeah. sort of the art I'm, I'm, you know, I'm assuming though. mainly Cobalt
2: <laughs> Press and maybe Goodman Games are yeah. kind of the big ones, but there's, there's others out there. Especially there's big, big Kickstarters. I don't know how many of those would have made it into Strals, but, um, mm. definitely, definitely those two.
4: That's, Where did you say the poll was from again? It's is
2: ICV2. and So what they do, mm. they haven't got access to actual sales figures, so you, you've no. got to kind of take it with a bit of a grain of salt. What they do mm-hmm. is they interview um, distributors and uh, publishers and manufacturers and um, and retailers and ask them how various things are doing in their stores or in their right. distribution yeah. chains or in their, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so it's not, it's
3: not super data-heavy. Mm, so, and also... It, it, it's more of a qualitative rather than a quantitative yeah, survey. Okay. So you're getting a snapshot yeah. picture of the industry in North America. Yeah, so, so it's US and
2: Canada yeah. only. Um, it yes. does include Kickstarter, though, so I'm not quite sure how they count Kickstarter figures, given that Kickstarter is worldwide. And this is yes. North America, a North American chart. So whether they do somehow pro it or... I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Right, yeah, I'm going to yeah. see if I can anyway, find yeah. any more news for this week. If not, we yes. can probably move on. Unless you can uh, think of uh, any Adam, news I may have missed.
3: Adam, do you have any friends or colleagues? Or a bit harsh. Adam, in? do you have like, any friends?
5: That's a bit mean.
3: I'm waiting for the
4: sentence. <laughs> I'm <laughs> waiting, I'm yeah. waiting.
3: Who have projects that uh, you can do a shouting at or like a little micro... RPGs,
5: indie yeah. So that sort of thing.
4: actually, uh, one of my mutuals, as as they call it these days, yes, um, uh, yes Printable RPG. Mm, yes. Uh, that's on Twitter. The Printable RPG. Mm. They yes. are releasing a um, a dungeon crawl app uh, that's coming out on Kickstarter next week. Mm-hmm. A dungeon um, crawl app. Yeah. So, what, so I you
3: get an app and you can spontaneously randomly generated dungeon? Is that the thinking?
4: I think that's the general thing. I uh, oh. i must admit, I'm a bit rust, rusty on it because the mm. Arthur only contacted me about it yesterday to remind me that it was it was going out. But I think basically mm. you can set up um, a degree of a and d dungeon yes. and then play through it semi-automatically. So Ooh. you can basically, I think it's a setup to do a bit of a hack-and-slash dungeon crawl mm-hmm. without necessarily needing... A GM.
3: Ah,
4: I So see. if you want to do... I guess if you want to cross over between, you know, your video game world and your d world. Yes. RPG light as I, as I tend to call it mm. If you want to do, like, a, just a hack and slash, go through, chop some things up with a bit yeah. of AI.
3: So we're saying basically Gloomhaven, but without 18 different hours of setup.
4: Ooh. And also it's a... Uh, it's a online thing. Hmm.
3: Okay. Like apps. So,
4: nice. Yeah, that looks quite yes. interesting. Oh,
2: yeah. You know what I forgot to do? What did you get to do? TSR watch
1: the TSR news update.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, fine. To be
2: fair, I've I've been deliberately not paying much attention to them in the last week or so because it just got too too much. But so yes. when we last well,
3: TSR anymore? So not TSR. Like, um, I mean, well,
2: well, they not TSR. TSR t- no TSR. they came back as the fourth version of TSR. If you recall.
3: Ah. Uh. No, I didn't
4: You don't recall, you've Before? forgotten it all. I missed that bit. <laughs> that was last week.
3: They didn't didn't like one of the guys or you know, whatever his name take his giant lands and Dineheart, go lands. Dineheart, Stephen Dinehart left. left. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Taking
2: yes. giant lands with them. And then the yes. remaining the remaining two, who are gonna be Ernie Gygax and Justin Linasa, um yes. got Michael Hovermail. <laughs> to release a press release saying how they were TSR and they're trying to get the social media accounts back from Stephen Dinehart who has somehow taken over all of their personal Oh, that it Stephen Dinehart Okay, well. well that's that's who it sounds like they're talking about
3: Right, right, okay
2: So, Stephen and it does sound like Stephen Dinehart is the person who's been doing a lot of the really, really problematic tweeting as well Oh, really? Okay So, anyway there's not much more to come, but, uh, no. so, uh, Wonderfiled Games. I've
3: fixed the logo. No, they
2: are now Wonderfield Games. They're Wonder Wonderfiled <laughs> They're not Wonderfiled anymore. <laughs> I'm I still going to call them Wonderfiled. <laughs> yeah,
3: if you like.
2: <laughs> Wonderfiled Games, uh, posted a, um, <laughs> a, a, a tweet. So,
3: you know, oh, the, so they posted it on Twitter as opposed to posting a press release on a PR. Oh, this, is which, a, this is just a tweet. So, okay. you know, the. That, that, that rest, we've established that those aren't valid.
2: <laughs> they declared that those aren't <laughs> no, valid. No no, 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 These ones In are the wonderful games Games's are. Ernie Gygax's ones aren't. T.S.R.'s ones aren't.
3: And there I am um, losing track. Yeah, you got to remember who's who. Said who said so Wonderful children.
2: Games is valid. Yeah. So anyway, right. so, right. Um, you know, the, uh, as we've been talking about in this show today, various characters from the D&D cartoon are appearing in the latest adventure to come
3: out. Yeah.
1: Okay? Hmm.
2: So um, Stephen Dinehart has a problem with this. I think it's because he was walking along and he found an old D&D cartoon T-shirt on someone's washing line. So he picked it up, And now I think he thinks that that means he created D&D, and he's probably going to start really suppressed when he's saying that he created a D&D cartoon now. I think that's how
3: that works. I I can't argue, like, his logic is impeccable. (laughs) Uh, It's very
4: very very difficult to argue with that logic. Very difficult (laughs) difficult to argue with it. But but, but
2: you you cannot deny that it's consistent logic
3: with with previous statements. (laughs) (laughs) It the rest of the of <laughs> I found
4: itself,
2: this like... trademark. That means I created this industry, <laughs> despite the fact that it was created before I was born or whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway, anyway. so, the tweet reads, this is from the Wonderfiled Games uh, official account, which obviously Stephen Dinehart is writing. Uh-huh. Um, Seen the news, Hasbro fans can attack us all they want, but this show was created by Gary Gygax and Son. You can't cancel them while taking their game and rebooting the cartoon. It's, quite frankly, disgusting. We expect players to be more civilised. Are you? There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> oh,
3: no, uh, I, say, I would... mean,
2: I, I suggest let's not bother unpacking it and just move on, because there is a lot to unpack there and it's all nonsense. Every sentence there is nonsense on its... Is what <laughs> it's <laughs> like... Uh, I, if I well, it's not a to, thing that Luke Skywalker <laughs> says. <laughs> it's like the thing. Everything you
3: just said is wrong. Right.
5: Okay, what?
3: <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's, it, uh, I'm thinking more nomic utterance myself. But yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, That's Ernie nice. Gygax didn't create the D&D cartoon. Nobody cancelled Gary Gygax.
3: I mean, what? That's how they get you. They just spout rubbish yeah. until you engage. Say, but everything you just said is so obviously wrong. They yeah. hate this engagement and are happy with it. Yeah. So just just ignore them and hope that they go yeah. away.
2: Well, anyway, that's, that's TSR Watch over for this week. Okay. Hopefully that's TSR Watch over forever, but <laughs> who knows?
3: there <laughs> <sighs> me. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Moving on.
2: Let's move on. I think we're done with the news. So.
4: It's time to play our favourite game, it's time to play the game Our favourite game in all the world, guess the
2: Kickstarter from just the name Shall we play our favourite game in all the world? The game where I read out the name of a Kickstarter and you try and guess what it is from just the name. Oh yes, that's... So, would you like to go first, Peter, so Adam can see how it
3: works? Yes, uh, this is a demonstration. Do. Not, not, it should not be construed in any way as advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah, hit me. What have you got? What is? Yes. Squeaks in the deep. The best thing ever. I love it. Is it from the people who did Rats in Mars and it said it's about, I don't know, mice or other such rodents who are doing a sort of Captain Nemo-esque uh, twenty thousand leagues under the sea, deep sea exploration, but with a steampunky Rodin-esque twist. So it'll be very rules-light, somewhat silly, uh, and immense fun. Mm. So even better than that? So
4: impossible. Better than that? You are familiar.
3: I, I, I can't believe it. You are
4: familiar, no doubt,
2: with Pugmire and Monarchies ah, of Mouse.
3: Fantastic. This is the Mouse
2: version of that okay. Or those games. So Pugmire was dogs. Monarchies yes. of Mao was cats. Yes. And now you can play. Well, you can play rats and
3: mice. It sort of reminds me a bit of like how White Wolf was going. Mm. Uh, you remember how they went like vampires and wolves and mages, but sort of in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> so you're moving down the food chain.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What comes next?
3: Geez. Well, <laughs> scratches in the
5: dark (laughs) you can play as a flea yeah (laughs) so
2: yeah this is coming from onyx path publishing Mm
3: -hmm. uh
2: it is doing very well on kickstarter it is well over two times funded got two weeks to go and uh you can pick up the uh pdf and print version
3: for 50 dollars uh, I believe this was fall under the heading of the ICV2 5th compatible. Uh, is it?
2: I, I don't know what system it is, actually. The Pugmire well, system? is it? oh, are, okay. Okay. it's a
3: Pugmire. Oh, okay. compatible. Okay. They're not the same. Uh, hmm. the chap who wrote it. I actually ran into the chap who wrote it at, um. UK Games Expo. Yeah, No, DragonCon. Oh, I thought it was UK Games Expo. Uh, DragonCon's in America. Dragon meet, Yeah, yeah. DragonCon. I was in America. Oh, I see. Okay. Where I met him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like yeah, but <laughs> it was that It was very hot. That was very cold.
2: Fair enough. Well, I'll give you uh, um five points out of ten for that, Peter. Oh, thank you very much. I mean, you guessed that it was mouse-related, but the word squeaks kind of gave that away, I <laughs> think. <so>. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'll take it. so uh, Adam, you got the hang of it now. You, you see how it works. I'm
4: a I'm okay. an expert now, yeah.
2: Okay, <laughs> are we ready? Yes. What is Vast Grim, and Grim is spelled with two M's.
4: Vast Grim. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking this is a cross, again, this is a cross between Grim Fairy Tales and Wild West. So, um yeah, you've got a kind of game where you're exploring, exploring out into the Wild West, but dealing with um fairy tale-like challenges. I know, gingerbread houses <laughs> and... <laughs> witches and um, maybe bumping into Hansel and Gretel
2: so with the two M's there that guess totally makes sense and I, <laughs> I, re- I understand exactly why you said that <laughs> it's not that at all though
5: oh, <laughs> it's 0 out of so, ten. I'm, not, yeah, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure
2: <laughs> okay so um, in the future science has delved too deep and unleashed an alien worm infection upon humanity as the horrors of this parasite overrun planets of humans, your goal is to survive and avoid infection in a universe rife for it. And it uses the Mork-Borg rules.
3: And okay, they felt Fast Grim was the best name for this. Guess. Uh, I guess I that is what they felt. It means so, something in a Scandinavian language? What is interesting about this one, wow. A,
2: it's doing it very well. Cool.
3: It's yes. uh, well over
2: $100,000 already with 10 days left. yeah but also, they're using a, pla- not Kickstarter, a mm. new platform, I don't know if they're new, but I've not heard of them before, called GameFound.
0: Oh, okay.
4: Are they the UK-based ones? Because mm. I know there's a UK-based Kickstarter for games. Like uh,
2: GameFound? Uh, okay, well, I don't know. This is, this is called GameFound.com. I don't know where it's based.
4: Uh, probably yeah. not, then. I think the... There's, uh, the- there's
3: Indiegogo.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. They've got a He-Man board game on there.
2: Yeah, Game on Tabletop's the other big one, isn't it? There's Kickstarter, Game on Tabletop, and Indiegogo. And this is another one. I think
4: Game on Tabletop is the one I'm thinking of, is the UK-based one.
2: Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I can't really give you any points for that, but I did like your guess. I'll give you one point just because I liked your guess, so. So, PG no, are currently you. winning five no. to one, but it can all change as Peter well by four. knows. Yes. Oh, this is one of your favourite ones, Peter. Oh, it's more than one round. Yay! Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, blimey, it's <laughs> still on. Okay. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah. So you know your 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 favourite trend of people appending the word punk to various nouns.
4: Okay.
5: Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's a single word with punk on the, end of the day. Uh, right. This one is uh, dream punk.
3: Dreampunk. Dreampunk. Okay. So, Dreampunk. Let's go for a, I mean, I'm sure there's already a game like this out there, but what that says to me is I'm expecting a, uh, science fiction-y style game where you, I don't know, incept yourself into the dreams of, um, other people, possibly to carry out elaborate heists, uh, in the Inception style.
5: I feel like
3: we've talked about something very similar to this very recently yes. but I don't think it was this not not recently but we have talked but there's been similar ideas come along well, uh, the, similar this what I've just proposed uh, so I don't know hopefully it's something different and exciting
2: yeah uh, do you remember
3: dream askew yes that was rings a bell. two that was too different games that and, were and, and dream apart
2: yeah, dream is yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's yeah. what it, yeah anyway this that's is this is nice. uh, it's a player driven tabletop role playing game about shaping and confronting a strange dream world played using surreal art cards but what I really like oh. about this one yeah. is the book cover yeah. I really really like the cover of this let me give you a we're, not, we're not
4: judging games by covers because <laughs> I, I definitely would not do that
2: <laughs> here we go Look at that! Look at that
4: cover. Uh, uh, okay, uh, so is this like a role-playing game of Dixit?
3: Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah.
4: Because uh, I was just trying to think. Dix- yeah, it looks very. Oh, very much like-
3: cool. Yes, it's got the art style of Dixit, which is, well, actually a, a bit more modern, I would say.
2: Yeah, well, I like the way the cover's just kind of like all these different mm. shards. It's like a broken mirror. Mm. Almost. Mm. And in each mm. each shard there's a different image and they're all kind yeah. of placed together in a puzzle like fashion to fill the cover. And it looks really striking.
3: Yeah. Okay. I, I mean I, I have to say it's uh very stylish. Mm. I, I'm looking at this and I think it's very attractive. Just the way it's laid out, the cards. Uh yeah.
4: I'm definitely gonna have to check that out more later.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll be that's that yeah, I am too, I think.
1: Uh,
2: okay. I do like the look of that one. Yeah. That, that is, is totally nice. me judging a book by his cover, of course, but it's a great
3: oh. cover. It's a strong cover, that. Absolutely. You can get a digital version of them on playingcards.io, hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. All right. So, Ooh.
2: one more oh. to go. This yes. one will okay. be for Adam. And oh, do you need to give Peter his score for that? Oh, sorry. I forgot that. Um, mm. Can't remember what you said, Peter. <laughs>
3: Ah, you weren't hanging off everywhere, was
2: there? I
4: remember it was like inception inspired dream hacking.
5: Yeah, it
2: doesn't sound a million billion miles off. I don't know. Uh, I'll give you five points again. Why not? Thank you very much. Well done. (laughs) So that leaves one for Adam. Let's have a look. What shall I choose? We have got three choices here, and I'm going to go with. the Lost Lights campaign setting. Ooh. No points for guessing that it's a campaign setting.
4: It's a campaign setting. <laughs> good, good, good. Oh my oh. goodness! This this sounds like one of those ones. It's going to be really cool, and oh. I'm going to come up with something quite trite and basic, and oh. I'm not going to do it justice. So actually, let's not do that. Let's not come up with something <laughs> basic. Let's go up with something awesome. So, okay, it's let's go with it's the future. It's oh. post 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 apocalypse. Uh, humanity has evolved into some kind of evolved semi-floating consciousness thing. And um, basically, oh, no, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. Okay, that's, uh, it's, it's the future and people are in a spiritual form, uh, but people are starting to fade away and uh, consciousness is going and people don't know why, and uh, so you're trying to stop it. Mm. Well, that's not,
2: that's not basic. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. You're, trying, you're, you're, you're doing yourself a, a disservice it. there. That was okay. an excellent yeah. idea. It's not oh, correct, you like that. it's an excellent
3: idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wait, one of yeah, my yeah.
4: modules, so... Oh,
2: oh
3: is see. Oh.
1: Oh,
3: All <laughs> yeah. right,
4: Nice. I, I realised I was segueing into something I've run before, so yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: That would be weird, then, if there was a Kickstarter exactly off that. I know, but... <laughs> In fact, it's by you. Wait! No. (laughs) Uh, So this is a campaign setting for 5 e and Pathfinder, Mm -hmm. and it's rooted in Latin American and Middle Eastern mythologies. So there's two continents, and Mm -hmm. one of them is the victim of of a millennia-long god war, Mm -hmm. and the other is a technotheocracy that has no gods.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: it's 300 pages, and it looks pretty interesting. It's... um, it is funded. It's got three weeks to go. Okay. And you can pick that up for $37 for the PDF and the soft cover. Oh, nice. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: And that, I think, is that. So, yeah. Adam, oh, can't again, can I, can I, I can't, really, can't really give you any points there, but I'll give you one oh. point just because I like your ideas. You've got two points in oh, total. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate
4: that. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations, Peter. It's uh, been a
2: while since you
3: won, actually, isn't it? Yeah, you must be in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, well done, Peter. Congratulations. Well done. You well are done. the winner yeah. of this week's favourite game in all the world. You get to take home the trophy, uh, the metaphorical trophy, a smug sense of self-satisfaction. Oh, well, no, I really to that as well. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, Okay. So- And here we
2: are once again at the All Realms Heroes and Villains Awards, the most prestigious event in the fantasy year.
5: It's the date that town criers all across the land have been anticipating for months now. Who will take away the coveted NPC Personality of the Year award? Who will win Biggest Monster? We'll find out soon enough. Personally, I'm betting on
2: that old Star Wars Elminster for a most luxurious beard.
5: We're here on the red carpet to report an. All the A-list adventurers and their deadly foes has their wife. The weather is fantastic! Yep, yep, we're here to talk about all the most important
2: things and we're lucky to get this close-up view of the arriving nominees.
5: Yes, we'll bring you all the things you really need to know, like where they got their outfits from and how long did it take them to do their hair this morning.
2: Oh, there's a carriage drawing up now. Look, look, led by two jet-black steeds with flaming hooves. <gasps> it can only be...
5: Yes, yes, it is. Lord Soth, uh, for best and menace, is proving once again that black is the new, um, black.
2: Always has a flair for capes, Lord Soth. And that, over there, well, I do believe that's Hrothgar, the disgusting devourer of flesh. Hrothgar, Hrothgar,
5: who are you wearing? Notoriously shy, Hrothgar doesn't like interviews, will not get much out of him.
2: Oh, just arriving now! It's Thor, the thunder god. My, that's the biggest pair of helmet wings I've ever seen. He's really pulled out all the stops this year. There
5: he is posing for a portrait. He should be done in an hour
2: or so. Modern technology, eh? You can have your portrait painted on the red carpet, and it will be framed and mounted in a private gallery in the Overlord's palace within months.
5: Who are you most excited for this year,
3: Jonathan?
2: Well, as always, I'm torn between the heroes and the villains, Roger. On the one hand, the heroes protect us from all the dragons and beholders, but the villains, they, they
5: just have such great fashion sense. Indeed they do. I mean, just look at Count Strahd von Sarovic there. High colour, flowing immaculately slicked back hair. He looks fantastic.
2: <laughs> it's hard to compete with a vampire for their sartorial prowess.
5: Now, coming down the red carpet, we have a cloaked figure. Yes, it's KISS, the worm that walks.
2: A strong contender for most disgusting villain, as always. Being a walking pal of worms will do that. But what is he wearing? The same shabby old robe he wears every year. He really doesn't put in the
5: effort. Oh, I'm certainly not going to tell him that. Now then, who's this? Uh, uh, it's Loth, Demon Queen of the Trowel. Wearing what can only be described as spider chic. Oh, I just love that wood motif. It's elegant, yet sinister.
2: Ah, Demogorgon just got free of that daggle of town criers over there. Demon prince is hard to argue with. Well, hard to argue with twice. He's wearing a top hat and a, uh, is that a tricorn? Having two heads really does give you a chance to stretch your hat wearing stuff. Quite the advantage. Talking of heads, coming down the red carpet now with
5: five heads is Tiamat, queen of the evil dragons. I'm pretty sure that's Tarkesis, queen of evil dragons, Jonathan. What's the difference? Well, one's an evil dragon queen with five heads. i to just move the platinum dragon. And if a... Oh, I see what you mean.
2: There's a hubbub by this next carriage. Who's attracting so much attention?
5: Let me see. Uh, uh, yes, it can only be... War Duke. War Duke.
2: Well, that's a blast from the past.
5: Yes, he's making quite the comeback. Still going with that savage blue helmet with giant bat wings, I see. He's always
2: been one to know what works and to stick with it. Lovely strappy number he's
5: wearing. Uh, daring with a one-legged trouser, this guy's a real trendsetter. It's true, Roger. Soon we'll all be wearing them. Hey, look,
2: the ceremony is about to start.
5: It's so exciting. Who will be the best heroes and villains of the year?
2: If it's anything like previous years, Roger, it's sure to be a surprise. Hey, Jonathan, now oh, what is it, Rog?
5: Do do you ever feel that maybe we've got our priorities a bit wrong? Who do you mean? I mean we could be talking about the heroes the darkly schemes these nominees are known for.
2: Why, you mean their work?
5: Well, yes.
2: As opposed to uh, where they got their underbreaches from. Ha <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, put it like that. Slew me to even suggest it. Phew Thought your priorities had gone a bit wibbly there, Rog.
5: Never mind me. Now then, what shade of purple is that? I think the is wearing. I think that's puse watch. It's all the race these days.
2: Hello, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We just wanted to mention our Patreon. Peter,
3: are you familiar with our Patreon? Oh, is it uh, patreon.com slash morris? Yes. M-O-R-R-U-S. M-O-R-R-U-S. At patreon.com forward slash Morris,
2: you can find our Patreon, which is what pays for our podcast and buys yes. us all these wonderful microphones and yes. mixers and other little bits and pieces. And wires, so many wires. And all these wires. And we have a load of wonderful Patreon backers at the moment. And yes. those backers get...
3: We cherish you all.
2: Yes, we do cherish them very much. And those backers get bonus content every single week, just as a thank you for, uh, for backing our Patreon.
3: And because they're so awesome and so quick off the mark, they also get to like, talk to us in our Discord channel, which is pretty good. Mm. and sometimes even deign to answer that. Uh, but even more importantly, when we have guests coming onto the show, they have the opportunity to ask questions of those guests. Mm. Um, and then we will pass on the questions that we think we, our guests will answer.
2: So please, if you do enjoy the podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Morris. Link will be in the show notes yes. and support us even with just a dollar a month. Every little, every little bit helps. Right, I think it's time to start talking about RPG Kitchen, then, isn't it? Oh, yes, yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah, I've heard so, of
4: that. It sounds good. <laughs> you
5: have.
2: <laughs> so, so RPG Kitchen, which you're building, is the world's first tabletop RPG rental store, which is, I mean, a really interesting idea. So, basically, yeah. you know, like we said earlier in the show, it reminds me of blockbusters or maybe maybe early Netflix or something like that. Or mm. you, what was you, you were saying last week? It's kind of like. Um, when you rent a uh, film off Sky and you have to watch it within
3: a certain amount of time. Oh, um, that wasn't the Yeah. Was that Nick in the game or something? Oh, maybe. Anyway, oh. Um, so... It was uh, Al talking about Black Widow and about how Sky makes you watch it within a certain time. And the Disney premiere let, means he owns Black Widow until it goes into public Right, theme, Okay.
2: okay. So anyway, let's tell yeah. us tell us about um, RPG
3: Kitchen then,
2: um, Adam. So how how first of all, how did what gave the idea of um, rather than selling, renting RPGs to people?
4: Yeah. So it's an interesting one. So basically, I used to have. I think uh, you might have mentioned on the previous one, or someone uh-huh. else mentioned anyway, that the idea of all you can eat, like a, a Netflix model, mm-hmm. like uh-huh. you know, you can consume as much as you like. You don't own it, but uh-huh. you can consume as much as you like. Uh, oh. For a fixed fee, mm. and I actually did that before, <laughs> Oh. but it didn't really work then. And I think there's a few reasons it didn't work then. But oh. I had an instinct, I had a bit of a guess that one of the reasons it didn't work is there wasn't real. There was a bit of a disconnect, mm. which oh. 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 I think people are used to this model with movies now, but it was too soon, too early for RPGs. That all, yeah. or, or you can like wasn't really ready. So what oh. I did is I actually took the idea I had previously and dialed it back. Mm. Mm. And I also, you know, I wanted to um, take on the status quo d- to an extent. I wanted to launch a shop, mm. uh, a web shop that was going to, you know, shake things up a bit. But I thought, mm. you know, if I just launch another shop where you can buy PDFs but can't buy physical, mm. it's not going to go anywhere. So no. I kind of brought the two together and said, right, well, let's have a shop, but let's have let's have rental. And that's where... That's when try before you buy came oh. to me. I am like well, there you yeah. go. Try Ooh. before you buy is something that can stand alone. Mm, that's- so yeah, it came about from a previous attempt that yeah. didn't really work, um, was, but so you keep know, trying things, keep iterating.
2: So when you when you rent something off of the uh, off, off of the store, what what, oh. what is it you get? Presumably you don't download a PDF, so otherwise you'd have bought it. So yeah. what 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 you presented with once you rent, rented a rented a
4: game? So you can view the PDF on the site, which I think is what you guessed when you mentioned it a few weeks ago Mm. on your show. Um, Mm -hmm. There's some clever magic that goes on behind the scenes so that you can view that PDF on the site, Mm. in your browser, Mm -hmm. but you can't download it.
2: Right. Mm -hmm.
4: And that's, you know, and I I think the best for now middle ground with the technology we have so that for the publishers, they're not giving their stuff away with a rental and for the people using it, you can see it, mm. oh. and you can read it, and all that stuff, and you can yeah. um, experience it, but can't take it away. And I think mm. for where we are now, it's kind of the best middle ground. It's yeah. not ideal, but it's yeah. a pretty good middle ground.
2: Yeah, that's uh, an interesting idea. I mean, what what would you normally be looking at to rent? I mean, if you rent yeah. it, what for a week, for a month? How much do you normally pay? What's the usual Ooh. sort of? Thing.
4: So, I mean, it usual is an interesting word because this is new, but um, the rentals at the moment are for a month. Mm-hmm. They're for 31 days at a time. And publishers and people on the site so far have been going for generally somewhere between 25 to 50% of the purchase price right. for a rental.
2: Okay. okay. Right. So, and, and, but that's kind perfect. of set by the publishers themselves is it, as opposed to a store-wise. That is set right. by the
4: publishers. Yeah, right. I, I let them choose... A, if they want to have it available for rent or not, because for something like a short adventure, mm. Mm. you know, you can mm. imagine you don't really want to rent that because someone will play it in a few weeks and then be done. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, I let them set the uh, the rental prices to suit their uh, desires mm. and proclivities. Mm. And mm. Um, to be honest, it's yeah, so like I say, it's, it's early days and I think we're going to probably, we'll, we'll get a bit of data behind it and then we'll kind of, Focus in on a uh, on a sweet spot for mm. for prices for rentals. Right, right. So when when, when did you launch this then? So I launched the alpha version of the shop in back in May. Right. Oh. Uh, I mean, I've been working on this RPG kitchen for some time, but the shop launched in May, and it actually, um, as you noticed at the time, it was an alpha, and mm. um, which basically meant you couldn't purchase and you couldn't use a credit card. Mm. But it went fully live mm. today. Today? Hey. Oh, wow, that's, today, you have, that's You it. have the scoop. You wow. have the exclusive oh. scoop that okay. is oh. live today. Oh. Right. Well, so,
2: you, so, so, up, so up until yeah. now,
4: were you not able to put, uh, rent anything from it? Or So the way it was working up till now is basically uh, there were some products in there for free. Mm. So mm-hmm. you could do a free rental and mm. um, I was giving people, um, a handful of people, some store credit which they could spend mm. Right. Mm. to pick up things. Um, mm. Also, you couldn't you couldn't purchase a PDF. You could do rentals, but you couldn't purchase. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But as of today, uh, you can now use your credit card, splurge, buy as much as you like.
2: Right. So how, how was the launch gone?
4: So... Um, that,
2: I don't know. I've been sitting here talking to you. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I haven't actually... Uh, I haven't publicized it yet. So the, the live okay. launch, I wanted. I'm keeping it low key for now, just for like a couple of days, just for it to bed in and um, see the credit card payments going through the back end and mm-hmm. all that kind of you know, right. businessy. Sure. Kind <laughs> of... The
2: adopters as oh. guinea pigs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's, that's why they're called early adopters. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. They yeah. like the term guinea pigs.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah but yeah, I'll, I'll be. Pretty cool. I think uh, as of kind of Monday, really, I'll be starting huh. to shout about it and big up mm-hmm. all the all the amazing publishers who were on it mm-hmm. the, you know the early adopters on the publisher side the people who've you know yeah. put their trust in this and yeah. given me their pdfs yeah, yeah.
2: so have you uh, have you been reaching out to publishers and yeah you know, asking them to come and, and join you or have you have they been approaching you more how's that kind of worked
4: to be f- to be honest uh, you know i've i've been active on twitter for some time mm-hmm you know, well before this, and actually built up connections. So people have been coming to me. Oh, that's great. That's great.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Is there anything you'd recommend? Is there, it was it I mean, I, I suppose you don't want to sort of promote one one publisher show over another, but is there anything that...
4: Oh, yeah, it's a tricky one for I me. know. Because, you know, <laughs> I... Uh, but the th- I, t- I can tell you the one that caught my eye. Okay. The one that I'll oh. be buying, Uh and that's mm-hmm. Rocket Penguins by the other Tracy.
2: Rocket Penguins.
4: Yeah, I just... I just love oh, the that's... idea of it. As you say, I should be non-biased. I am non-biased. There's so much good stuff on here. <coughs> and yeah. I, I recommend everyone to check out. I, I love it as well. There's a good variety. We've got yeah. serious stuff, 5e-compatible stuff, mm. standalone, yeah. um, mm. complete games. And uh, where, is, where is Rocket oh, Penguins? that's I found it.
2: Rocket Penguins, which you can rent <laughs> for $4 or buy for $8 by the other choices. Well, this looks fun. They say penguins can't fly. They're wrong. Ah. Once ah. a year, penguins <laughs> from around the world gather at the F.U. Ice Hole Aerial Stunts and Smoked Fish Extravaganza, strap rocket packs to their backs, and take to the skies.
3: I mean... <laughs> Peter's, so yeah, Peter's in there. Peter's in there. I was like, I was thinking... Well, I mean, that was actually a thing I was thinking, that if you got, like, a one shot game, mm. would would you like a lot of rpgs nowadays they're like really suitable for one shots which is a valid and important part of things not everything has to be a 18 month long drawn out campaign stories and this is a controversial opinion i know should have endings so i was wondering how it would do for the indie market people are doing like short stories and the interesting things and it sounds actually really well because four dollars and eight dollars it's like well Go on, then. Um, and I guess the sort of... If you try it out and you enjoy it, you can just go and buy it. Yeah. then yeah. you can run it again. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's it, yeah. That's a, no,
2: that's, it does, yeah. it does sound like sort of people who do want just something for a one-shot or just for a short campaign. It just kind of sound like an ideal solution for them, doesn't yeah. it?
4: Yeah. The other thing yeah. I think is... Um, I, I think you mentioned it earlier just in uh, today's chat that some PDFs these days can be quite expensive even for the PDF. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think if... You know, if a PDF is thirty, forty dollars, that's a lot of money to drop yeah. on something you're unsure about. But if you can rent it for, you know, five dollars, yeah. mm. you can go, yeah. okay, do I like it? And the other thing is, yeah. um, you've got the option of checking it out, but also effectively, yeah. you've got a pay by installments. Because right. you can, okay. if you want to, you could rent right. it every month.
2: Yeah. So I'm just, um, i slightly distracted at the moment. Fine. I'm just in the actual process of renting. Rocket Penguins <laughs> live on the show. Just trying to see how it works. And I kind of okay, want to see Rocket yeah, Penguins no too. So I'm, I'm literally awesome. doing it right at the moment. It's worrying at the moment. I've just uh, I've just uh, created an account, um, entered my billing address.
3: Yeah, that, that's actually a really interesting idea because I do remember we covered that you'd subtract uh, the rental fee from the price of the PDF. But actually paying for instalments. So, I mean... Well, if you if it costs thirty two dollars, it was like eight dollars. If you rent it four times, would you then basically be able to buy it?
4: Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you zero
3: dollars because you yeah. paid for it.
4: Yeah. That's wow. that's that's how yeah. it So yeah, if you if you rent things enough times, yeah, um, you can then buy it for free.
3: Yeah. That sounds great. That is wow. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that literally never occurred to me.
4: <laughs> Funny enough, it only occurred to yeah. me. Yeah. After I. Built it, and I was writing the copy <laughs> for it. And I was like, mm. "Oh, hang on, yeah. If you just rent this a few yeah. times, you can you can own it yeah. without you know having that yeah. big outlay." Uh,
3: so, do you do you have like some fairly big names backing you, or is that not even a thing in? RPG
4: so servers? basically, I'm in talks with some people. I can't really say more than no. that, mm. but I'm in the talks with content. some uh, with some with some household names. You know, people that would be recognised. Mm. Yeah. At the moment, I've got. Fantastic support from a lot of smaller and indie creators. Mm, mm, mm. And I hope to, I mean, I hope to have a lot of small and indie creators on there because I want to support them.
3: Mm. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah.
4: But yeah, it would be good to have some um, household names on there as well, you know, to bring the recognition, to bring people to the site. I remember when yeah, we yeah.
2: looked at this previously, um, we noticed <laughs> that the commission on this is very generous. Mm. So normally, sort of, if you go to something like drive-thru or something, you're paying something like 35% commission to, to the mm. site. It's only about yeah. 10%, I think, if I recall correctly, on, on yours.
4: Yeah, that's right. So, again, as as you noticed previously, um, RPG Kitchen is a social enterprise. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yeah. we, I say we when I talk about this, it's essentially me at the that's moment. Right. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, I, the company exists <laughs> yeah. to yeah. to help our community. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. And in that case, that's the community of tabletop creators. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. And in the spirit of of helping them, mm. the site does take kind of really the smallest feasible fee mm. it mm. can. Mm. Especially because okay. um, I don't know if you know, but we we cover the payment as part of that ten percent.
3: Right. Oh, okay. so like the credit card transaction. The credit card fee. payment, which is three percent mm.
4: plus, you know, whatever, mm. Mm. is actually covered okay. in that ten yeah. percent. So okay. If your thing is twenty dollars, mm. you will get eighteen.
2: Right, right. Yes,
4: because I know itch, itch uh, take provisionally ten percent, but you can knock mm. that down to zero. Mm. But mm. what some people don't realise is they will take payment separately, which is fair enough, you know. Yeah. But when they say they're taking ten percent, they're taking ten percent,
1: mm.
4: and mm. you will pay, be paying the payment, mm. whatever the credit card fees are. Yeah. They'll pass them on, which is fair, but that's yeah. not the way I've gone. Not, not how you're set up.
3: Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. So you say it's
2: just you. So you've, you have coded this all as just as a single person. There's no, no one else involved at the moment or is there, were you bringing people on?
4: I'd, yeah, I'd I'd love to get people involved um, Mm. and help me, help me out with this. But yeah, up to now I've, I've pretty much done everything. I did get some help. I outsourced some web design, Mm. but yeah, I've, I've done the social media. I built the site. Mm. I, um, did all the back-end stuff. I I worked out how to make renting secure and possible mm. because that mm. that wasn't a thing that actually well, that's existed. that's got to be tricky,
2: displaying a PDF without people figuring out how to get at it. It's got to be difficult to do, yeah. I would have thought.
4: That was, that was a tough nut to break. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah.
2: But yeah, if you got there, you got there. But what I'm most interested about here is who knew mm. there was a dot
3: .kitchen domain? <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I can't say that that was news to me as well.
4: Uh, it took yeah. a little bit
3: of time to find it, but we did.
4: Good yeah, night. well, that actually came about when I created uh, RPG Kitchen originally. Mm. It was when a few years ago, when all the top level domains were starting to be released, and the you know the .dot kitchens .dot pubs and .dot right. I've never really I've looked made...
2: at the list, so I just literally had no idea that that yeah. was even possible.
4: So I was—I just put, typed in, you know, to one of these sites where you can register your um, domain, and I typed in RPG, and I was just looking at what was available. I tell you
2: what, someone literally should just go through and get RPG.everything. Oh. You should,
4: but it'd be very expensive. <laughs> Some of them are very expensive. Oh. Um,
2: yeah. RPG.game, yeah, I, I guess, it's probably, someone's probably got it, haven't they?
4: I think so, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find out. Yeah, I'm going to find out think? now. I'm going to
2: discover. Do, you, do you think for <laughs> RPG.game. Oh, nothing. Hmm. Doesn't
4: exist.
3: RPG.games. Oh, okay. Does that? All right. Um, you I have to go and buy it then? Hmm.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Sn- snap that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, then the name actually originally came from the fact that I was oh. searching for a domain and Kitchen oh. was available. Mm. And nice. actually the name RPG Kitchen existed before it became a charity project to to feed the hungry right it was one of those Uh, nice coincidences in life that when i was when i was thinking what to do with the site Mm. and i was a few years ago i was tempted to give it up because i didn't think it was worthwhile and that's when it occurred to me actually i could make it a charity and i could use it to help feed the hungry right it was already called rpg kitchen okay and it's like okay well this this fits this is you know this is a bit of fate
2: Yeah. So, what, yeah. what have you got? if you got some like ambitions and plans for the future of it? I guess obviously, initially, you want to try and get more um, more publishers on board.
4: Oh. Yeah. No, I've got I've got a bunch of stuff. I'd like to. Do. I'd like to get some more people on board. That would be mm. great for everyone. I think. I'd like to investigate an option where, um, with the publish, publisher's permission, you get a kind of per table license. Right. So table. or. Even if that's for free. So imagine at the moment you've got the situation where, you know, the GM has sold a game to their players, said, play. right, let's play yeah. this new game. Let's yeah. play uh, Rocket Penguins. And yeah. um and there's like, well, okay, I think in the case of Rocket Penguins, you could get away with it. You I suspect yeah. you wouldn't all need the PDF, but imagine you're playing something big and crunchy. And yeah. The GM's like, let's play this game. So a Second Edition or something.
2: Yeah.
4: Pathfinder yeah. second yeah. edition. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh hang on, now all the players could really use access to the to the book, right? So Ooh, they can yeah, make yeah. the characters and stuff, and it's like, mm. but you, you know, can't, but you can't,
3: buy you buy you
4: can't send them the PDF. Yeah, it's you can't send them. You yeah. li- I mean you you could, but that's piracy. <laughs> mm. oh,
3: okay, so sort of, which, which which to be fair, this is a really valuable tool for preventing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I which, which I which I really like. It's a great way to ensure creators get paid. Yeah. yeah. So you're thinking a bit like D and D Beyond is what springs to mind. They will sell you parts of a book.
4: No, what I'm thinking is more like I'm thinking more like the GM buys the book Mm, and they want to share the PDF with their players and then maybe Mm -hmm. the GM pays a small small additional fee and -hmm. can say these are my players Mm -hmm. and then all of those players get a free rental to that book or something.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Okay. Yeah, and they just log on to RPG Kitchen and they can just browse through it as they need to. Yeah,
4: Yeah. and obviously there's going to it's going to take some balancing and getting the costing right. And I think, that, right. I think from conversations I've had with some, some creators, they'll probably give that for free. You know, the yes. GM buys the game. <clears throat> yes. And, I don't know, five or six players can, can well, rent it for free. If you leave it, it
2: yeah. up yeah. to the creator, then they can, they can decide right. whether or not to give it for free, can't they? Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Sorry, sorry, when you said tables, instead of thinking like a table full of people playing RPGs, I was thinking a table within a book. Ah, okay. uh, yeah. which is where, which is why I came from a completely bizarre.
4: How, how do you fit there. a table right.
3: inside a book? Um, I mean. well, you just draw. <laughs> 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 or you have pop a pop-up table. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, right, okay. right.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but no. Um, well, you know, congratulations on the launch, and you know, I, I really yeah. hope it takes off, and I really hope it does really well. I mean, it's, it's a great lovely. idea, and I don't know why nobody's thought of it before. Ooh.
4: Yeah it's one of those things with these ideas isn't it when you see it it's like well it's obvious <laughs>
3: yeah um, exactly, but, exactly. but
4: then it yeah It's very yeah. yeah
3: yeah so you
2: know definitely best of luck with it and um, we'll stick we'll yeah. stick the link in the show notes and so forth All and rocket best. penguins definitely I am going to rent Rocket Penguins because Uh, so the other Tracy (laughs) you have been sold a copy of Rocket Penguins by Adam (laughs) so thank you so much for coming on and talking about RPG Kitchen it's fascinating I'm really interested I'm going to keep you keeping track on it and seeing how well it does
4: thanks for having me on it's been great to uh, It's great. been great to be here
2: it's been a pleasure pleasure talking to you I, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did
4: yeah it was good fun thanks thank you very much chaps
2: thank you so much
3: you're very welcome Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Apparently, I now have to read this to you. This is the official podcast of Morris's unofficial tabletop RPT News, which you can find at enworld.org. You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to morrispodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo, off you go. Goodbye get out
4: of here. You just gave me this funny idea. When you said about the alternate cover, my mind immediately turned to Magic the Gathering and their alternate art. Oh, right, I think, how long is it going to be before Hasbro, Wizard of the Coast, put a book in a sealed, you know, metallic envelope? (laughs) Put it on a shelf and you open it up and see what you get inside. what
2: cover you've got.
4: (laughs) Yeah, see what cover you've got. Oh, no, my fifth player's handbook. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Booster, booster sauce bucks, yes.